Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, thanks for joining me here on Astros Baseball. Today's special guest was Terry Cushman. Uh, He is the host of Benny and the Bets podcast. That is a podcast about the Boston Red Sox. So we all know the opinions of Yankees and Dodgers fans. So I thought it would be interesting to hear what a Red Sox fan had to say about what the Astros are going through right now. We talked about Mike Fires and John Boy, Carlos Beltran, Alex Cora, What's going to happen to the Astros if they are found guilty? What kind of punishments should they receive? We talked about all of this stuff and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast with special guest, Terry Cushman. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. Today, I am joined by Terry Cushman. He is the host of the Benny and Betts podcast. That is a Boston Red Sox podcast. So I asked him to join the show today, and he uh, accepted it. So, uh, Terry, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, so at the, we're, so what I want to talk about mostly, because there's really no free agency going on right now, and I don't know if people are tired of hearing about the Astros controversy and all that. But to most people, including myself, it seems like most of the complaining are from Yankees and Dodger fans. So how is it from the Boston side? How are Boston fans taking the accusations of the Astros cheating? Well, I think it's definitely tamer than what you're getting from the Yankees and the Dodgers because, you know, you beat the Dodgers 2017, Game 7, and then beat the Yankees twice in the championship series right before the World Series. And so, you know, they, <laughs> they've been on the wrong side of it every time, you know, and, and you know, the Red Sox beat the Astros 4-1 to in the 2018 ALCS. So I, I think that takes a little bit of sting off of it. And, and uh, you guys, of course, knocked us out in the ALDS uh, in 17, the year you guys went on to win it. So right. I think, you know, there's just a little bit of recent success. So the sting quite isn't there. And, and awkwardly, I, I, and I pointed this out on Twitter, Yankees and Red Sox fans, you know, before the controversy would kind of rent you guys as our de facto teams. Cause of course, when you guys were playing the Yankees, we're all about the Astros. I mean, when Altuve crushed that home run off of uh, Chapman there to, to end mm-hmm. that, that to me was just like big poppy hitting that grand slam in game two. You know, it was just the Yankees were out and it was just a cool moment. And, 
And, uh, you know, so we were kind of rooting for you guys in that moment. But the year before, when it was us two again, I think the Yankees were rooting for you guys just to kind of keep us out of there. So <laughs> it's kind of weird how, you know, we kind of – it goes back and forth a little bit. But if you're a baseball purist like me, uh, you know, that's that's the dog I have in the fight. And, and so – you know, when I give my opinions, it, it kind of comes from that. Okay, so uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so the Yankees, I can see where they're upset. I've tweeted about it before. The, uh, the Astros ended their season three out of the last five years. So if they think the Astros have been cheating – all of this time, then they really feel like maybe they should have been in the World Series in 2017, and maybe they should have been in the World Series this year. Uh, so I can see why they're upset. And you make a good point about how the Red Sox are not as upset because they actually beat the Astros and they actually won a World Series, so the sting isn't as bad. So maybe that's why I don't hear so much from it. And also maybe it's because the uh, John boy, he is the Yankees guy and he's kind of leading the uh, whatever you call it, the crusade against the Astros. So I, I didn't really know how bad it was for the Red Sox fans. So you make a very good point there. Yeah, I mean, if you guys would have beaten us in, in 2018, then probably a whole different uh, outlook, you know, from Boston. But we we certainly have our own problems right now as far as our team goes. You know, our yeah. starting pitching is kind of in shambles in terms of health, and we got the Mookie Betts dilemma. So that's probably kind of taking away from some of it as well. And Alex Cora was you guys' bench coach that year. So we're kind of waiting to see, you know, what his punishment might be. Right. So you have your own problems. So let me ask you this. In your own opinion, do you think that the Astros cheating was uh, just in 2017? Or do you think they've done it these last three seasons? Well, I... I haven't looked too much into the, you know, the video stuff. I've seen some stuff. Uh, I Like you said, John Boy has been all over it. Like, he's been the top internet sleuth. I, nothing that I have seen as far as video has come after 2017. Right. But it's hard to imagine a team just stopping. You know what I mean? Like, if a team finds an edge, I, and I think that's just human nature, you know, you want yeah. to, you want to kind of keep that edge. And I did see a rumor. I don't know if you've heard this and I don't know if a major, um, you know, article has been published by anyone, but there was like some theory that maybe the Astros had these buzzer things that were strapped to them via a band aid. Have you heard that? Yeah, I, mean, it's, I, it's I just wrote that down, and I was going to ask you about it. Okay, so I don't – maybe that's what's taken place after 2017, but obviously we can only speculate at this point, and, you know, maybe the investigation will shed some light 
on that if it existed or completely deny it, you know, but <laughs> it's, it's just, let, let, let's look at it this way. The most recent scandal prior to this one was Biogenesis with, with Alex Rodriguez, Ryan Braun, Melky Cabrera was in that. Mm-hmm. And that blew up. It was a big story. A-Rod fought the suspension, you know, got ended up getting a full season out of it. And then before that, you kind of had the Mitchell report, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. That that included Bonds and Clemens and a, and a slew of other guys. So that was kind of big. And, I mean, you really got to go back, you know, decades before that. So, I mean, this, this right now is huge. It, it's absolutely huge. And, and I, <laughs> I just, I have no, no idea, you know, where it's going to go or how severe it will be, but it's going to be talked about for the next several years and maybe decades. Right. So, so a lot of the, a lot of the Yankees fans, cause I'm on Twitter and we get attacked a lot and uh, they, they keep saying that the Astro fans are in denial. Like there's you, you're either in denial. And if you do believe they cheated, then your world series is tainted and you're still proud of it and all that. But, but for myself, I'm not in denial anymore. I've, I've watched a whole game. I've written a story about it. I saw that they were doing something. And so I'm not in denial. But however, you have these crazy conspiracy theories about using Band-Aids. And Astro fans will show the video that it's just one of those authentic, those... Uh, foil labels that they have on the bats and all that. And then he also had the conspiracy theory of why is this laptop on this table? And then if you zoom in, it's a flattened box of baseballs. So what the, like me as an Astro fan, this is what I try to say. Okay. I can admit that there is a pretty good chance that we cheated in 2017. I'm going to narrow it down to 2017. But why do you have to keep digging and coming up with these crazy theories and then the whistling? They, they talked about the Astros were whistling, and so I watch games, and, and, and there's nonstop whistling. I mean, there's whistling no matter who's batting. It's just – so I think that – you know, that's just what they're thinking, that we're in denial, but we're not in denial. We're just tired of this guy digging up all these ridiculous uh, things. And, and like, if you're a Yankees fan and you're mad, I mean, they're buying it. They're drinking the Kool-Aid. The Yankees fans are believing anything and everything that this John Boy guy puts out. Well, that's just the nature of the internet, though. You know, everything's a conspiracy theory now, whether it's sports, politics, what have you. And I, I think that's just where we are as a society. And some people, you know, in positions like we are, where we create content, some people are just wanting to take it further and further just to kind of boost their brand. So some of it could be, 
you know, related to that. And I mean, ultimately, we, we have to just wait for the official report to come out. Too many reporters know too many things. You know, so many sources, you know, have come forward. Mike Fires is one of the only ones that has, you know, allowed his name to be released. But there's too much information out there for MLB to not give a thorough and honest investigation. Like, it's in their own best interest to get to the bottom of it, get to the the facts, and and then publish that final report. And once that happens, you know, I think everybody, you know, should trust it and, and, and learn from it and hopefully not <laughs> engage in, in conduct like this. But right. it's, you know, I think that's the way it has to go. And with the whistling, I mean, I, I remember that, you know, because that kind of stemmed from, I think it was a game one of the ALCS, which the Yankees won that game handily anyway. Mm. And so it just, I don't know. I don't know what the edge was there. And whistling is very, you know, it's, it's not as subtle as, you know, banging on a trash can a couple of times. And, and the, the one thing though, that does give me a little bit of pause is the fact that Cameron Mabin was with the Yankees and he was on your 2017 team. So Mm -hmm. what was he telling them? You know, so it's such a mess. It's such a mess. Yeah. So, so Mike Fires, this is what a lot of people with the Astros say. He, he actually threw a no-hitter in 2017 as an Astro. And his, his uh, no-hitter was, is, was tainted because other fans of, uh, or fans of other teams would zoom in on his glove and he had some sort of shiny substance on there that they were calling pine tar. So... So this guy is a, I don't know if he's a proven cheater now, if he's admitting to being a cheater. Because my point is this, like his no-hitter was sort of tainted because everybody believed from the other teams that he cheated. And also he was part of this. If the Astros did in fact cheat in 2017, he was, in, he was a part of it and he didn't speak up then. He waited two years. And also, I mean, I don't know what, what made it happen. I don't know why all of a sudden he wanted to do this, but now he's with another team. He's been gone, what, two seasons already, and he said he's just trying to help out the young kids on his team, look out, you know, the Astros are cheating or whatever. But I just don't, for, for us as Astro fans, we just don't really get, like, how are you okay with being a cheater and getting World Series bonus and getting World Series ring. And if you are a man of honor, like, why did you go along with it all year? Well, pitchers, he doesn't really benefit from, you know, the the sign stealing benefits the hitters the most. You know, he still has to go out there and pitch his game. And so I, I don't well, he know. Would benefit, he would benefit from the run support. Well, true, he could in that regard, but he's not, he's still not exactly complying with anything necessarily. And as far as pine tar goes, I personally don't really consider that to be cheating. I literally Mm -hmm. think 
widespread. I think everybody does it. Some hitters have gone on record saying that they would rather them do it and have a little bit more control on the baseball because, you know, back when Chapman was throwing 104, do you really want that coming at you, you know, with little control? So I don't – and John Lester got caught in something like that and I think game one of the World Series and for a day it was a huge story and kind of went away. You don't want to do what what, – uh, Michael Pineda did by, by slathering it on your neck, you know, in that Yankees Red yeah. Sox. I mean, you're just insulting everyone by doing that. So he got what he deserved there. But as far as fires goes, I don't, we don't know that he was the first one to come out. I think people automatically associate him as the first one to come out because simply he's the one who allowed his name to be used. So we right. we don't know who really contacted Rosenthal first. And mm. I'm wondering if it stems from the Taubman thing, because he, he had his own controversy that, that led to him being fired. And just for the record, I wasn't really I wasn't really on the fire Taubman wagon. And granted I'm I'm an outsider anyway, so you know, but I just, I'm just tired of uh, the political correctness in the world. Like he shouldn't have said that it was a dick move, but for it, right. to, for it to become a national story, you know, I just, uh, I thought it was a little overblown, but a week or so after that, or maybe it was two weeks, another article was published. I forget who did it, but they were talking about the culture of the Astros front office. And they were saying how a lot of the people there didn't feel valued. They felt underpaid and it wasn't a very happy environment or whatnot. So I'm kind of wondering if that had a lot to do with setting this in motion and Mm -hmm. maybe some of them who weren't happy and maybe don't work there or or don't want to work there, whatever, you know, kind of assisted, you know, in the whistleblowing. So I, I hope those details come out, but you know, Rosenthal has to protect himself because he obviously, you know, he doesn't want to alienate any of his sources, you know, to, you know, to be the premier guy that, that breaks some of the biggest stories. But um, it's just so fascinating, you know, how the mechanics and, you know, the, the, the order of the events and whatnot. But to me, I think, I think the Todman thing, you know, set it all into motion. Yeah, that was the first thing that happened. And I had said on my podcast that, uh, you know, it was a black eye for the Astros. It was kind of a black eye. And I, I didn't disagree with the signing of Osuna, but that was kind of like the Astros, in my opinion, had a goody two shoe, uh, kind of like straight and narrow. Uh, reputation as far as I'm concerned as a fan and then a lot of fans were upset when they got Osuna he's a woman beater you know and then the Tobman thing and I was thinking man that's that's two bad things and then no more than a week later this comes out so I mean it just the things are just falling apart for the Astros right now Um, but one thing I was thinking I'll tell you this When I first heard about them cheating, and I've said this a thousand times, the Astro, the first thought you have as an Astro fan, okay, 2017, the Astros were cheating when they were at home. But your first thought is they were better on the road. 
I remember they were so bad at home, I would wish that they would go back on the road so they could win some games because they weren't good at home. I don't know if that was karma for cheating or whatever. Because the game that I watched, I watched the game and I could hear the beating on whatever it was. And I was like, oh, my God, these dudes are really doing this. And they lost that game three to one. They scored one run. So, I mean, it, it looks like they were cheating, but, I mean, it, I don't know why it didn't benefit them. I mean, they knew it was coming, but they still couldn't hit it. But anyway, well, actually, people are – what? I just read this morning that apparently it, it was more the second half of the season, so I don't know if that helps, right. helps your timeline – you know, as far as when the home games were and, and when they weren't. And, uh, I mean, interestingly, w- when we played you guys, we won all three games. Uh, this was in 2018, you know, mm-hmm. at Houston. So, I mean. you. I, I just don't think there's any evidence that it happened after that year. Yeah. That's what I think. I, I, and I, there's nothing – you know, has really come out since then besides the, you know, the conspiracy theories. So going off what you said, I I was trying, I was saying that the Astros were better on the road than at home. However, like you're, this goes exactly with what you just said. When you go to the playoffs, 2017, the Astros were eight and one at home. And a funny story, the one game they lost is the one I went to. (laughs) So, (laughs) I finally went to a World Series and they lost. Um, but in 2019, they lost all four games at home. So I don't think they were doing it there. They also lost both games to Strasburg and Max Scherzer, which I think had the most impact on this, not being at home or being on the road. The wor- so I think it was just limited to 2017. But one thing that I point out and also Astro fans and you've probably heard this I'm not sure but it was the the stealing signs was a league-wide problem do you agree with that or you think it was just the Astros because I know the Red Sox got fined for using smart watches to steal signals or to steal signs and I believe the Yankees got fined for misuse of the dugout phone or the bullpen phone or whatever it's called. So they both got fined for cheating that year. And and I don't know if the, I think the Yankees were like filming y'all and trying to catch y'all doing it or something, but I know both of y'all got fined in some way in 2017. Everybody knows about the smartwatch thing. So it looks like it was a league wide thing. And I know everybody's looking at the Astros because yes, they may have done it too, but they won the World Series. Well, that that's probably you know it has a lot to do with why you guys are being you know focused so intensely on. I mean, we definitely the Red Sox definitely did get caught with the uh, Apple Watch thing. We won the division that year. I think we won something like ninety-two games, something yeah. like that. Um, so. And then, of course, you guys steamrolled us three games to one in the ALDS. So nothing big really came of it. Uh, you know, we, whatever whatever we were using the uh, watches for, 
you know, we, we weren't able to really capitalize from it. Right. So, um, I think there are things that, that have happened for sure across the league. Um, I, but I do think as of right now, I think the Astros, you know, did go to the highest levels of it. And I think if, if other teams did resort to really sophisticated tactics, I think that will come out. You know, I think somebody will have a grudge against a certain team that, that knows and, and will tell them. I thought it was interesting earlier in the week when Kenley Jansen of the Dodgers came out so, you know, outspoken about it because they've had such a great record of success. So mm-hmm. you might think, oh, well, maybe they're doing something, you know, because they have the success to to justify it. So I was a little surprised he came out, you know, so strong against it. So, you know, maybe they're pretty clean for the most part. But, you know, it just kind of goes back to you, you just got to hope that the league is, is being as thorough as possible and and – you know, hope all the information comes out. And I'll say this, you know, I haven't published the article yet. I'm planning on doing that today. Um, mm-hmm. If I, if I were Red Sox ownership, I would fire Alex Cora. You know, if the results of the investigation corroborate what was in Ken Rosenthal's report, because it sounds like right. he and Beltran were the masterminds or, or at least got the ball rolling. And, and as a Red Sox fan, I don't want this coming back on me a couple years later, two, three years later, when we could potentially have another deep postseason run. So I think the Red Sox should hold him accountable as well. And he's pretty popular throughout the fan base. So, you know, it would be uh, it would be a bold move, you know, by the Red Sox if they were to do it. Okay, so – the Red Sox got caught cheating. We both agree with that with the smartwatch, and it didn't really work out. And I, I don't know if how early in the season it was. And it does kind of seem like the Astros were doing it at the end, and they did get an edge. But I believe the Red Sox uh, fine was $2 million. And I don't know if they got – if they lost draft picks and their manager got suspended for a year or whatever. But anyway – I'm going to take a quick break, and I want to talk to you about Cora, Beltran, Hinch, and the penalties that could come along with it. We'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. Okay, we are back with Terry Cushman, the host of the Biddy and Bets podcast, a Boston Red Sox podcast. So before the break, I was talking to you about the Red Sox and the smartwatches. They're fine. $2 million. Did they lose draft picks or did their coach get fired? Or you said they won the uh, division that year, right? Did they get stripped of their division title? I mean, what other <laughs> ramifications were Red Sox getting that year besides a fine? Well, it was just the undisclosed fine basically. And you said it was 2 million. It could have been that I haven't seen any, any uh, definite number anywhere, but John Farrell was oh, that- maybe, maybe I think I just saw that somewhere. My bad. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, one way or the other, but John Farrell was actually fired, you know, mostly just because he was a crappy manager more than anything. 
And oh, okay. uh, so he was done anyway. And, you know, Alex Cora subsequently was hired, uh, you know, two or three weeks later. And no draft picks uh, were, um, you know, were taken away as well. So. So, so looking at what happened to your team, now, I know you didn't win the World Series that year, and we did, and that's why everybody's mad. But why should our punishment be worse than the Red Sox punishment? What? What? Because I mean, like, we, me, I, I knew I was going to talk to you today, so I looked at, I looked at your page, and I took a few notes, and I saw something really cool about. I saw an interview on YouTube that was about two years ago. I think it was after the London series. You had shared it. So I want to talk about that after this, but you had listed as your punishments for the Astros. You, do you want, you care to share those with us? Yeah, go ahead. What do, you, what do you, what do you think should happen to the Astros? You tell me each punishment one by one and I'll tell you if I agree with it. How about that? Okay. And let me preface this by saying that I'm a purist and yeah, so yeah. A lot of it comes from that. And to take it a step further than that, you know, the Hall of Fame talk is going to start popping up as the ballots come out and the Mm -hmm. class gets announced. I wouldn't – I don't think David Ortiz should be a Hall of Famer. You know, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. a huge anti-steroids guy. So this is where a lot of that comes from. And and I've already been on record saying our own manager should be fired. And, uh, you know – all right, so this is where I would go. I would I would suspend uh, AJ Hinch for a full season. Okay, let me let me start this. Let me say it like this because this is how I look at it. Let's say because I heard that AJ Hinch, and I think it was Cora, and maybe Beltron, that someone on MLB Network said they were the lieutenants. So it, it, I, I know for sure it was Beltron and Hinch. But they were the lieutenants, meaning they were the ones that go, here's what we're going to do. And to me, it's hard to believe from, you know, being a fan and being like you, like I love baseball. It's hard for me to believe that the manager of the team would go into the locker room and say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cheat. We're going to bang on a trash can and let you know what's coming. And And it's amazing that everybody would be okay with it. And before I, I wrote something down, let me tell you this real quick. So I wrote a story I told you about. I, I watched the White Sox team. Have you, you've probably seen the John Boy thing about Farquhar hearing something and saying, hey, these guys are, you know, they're banging on something every time you, you call a breaking pitch. So I watched that game and I heard the banging. And just for the record, the only two people that they never banged for. The, the entire – every at-bat of that game was Altuve and Reddick. Uh, I don't know if they're like, if y'all want to cheat, go ahead, but don't do it for me. But they didn't make any noise for any of them. I don't know why these two guys weren't in. I don't, so, so I don't know if some of them were in on it and some of them weren't. I don't know if they – maybe there was a group of guys that went off to the side. But, I mean, there was 10 guys went to the plate. Because Gaddis was like the main guy in the video. He pinch hit for McCann. But, so that was 10 total guys, and eight of them were getting signals. And as an Astro fan watching that, I'm in disbelief. And you kind of get sick to your stomach, and you're like, man, these guys, are they really did this? Like if this video that I'm watching from Major League Baseball's YouTube channel is legit, 
then they did it. And I, but on the bright side, Altuve and Reddick didn't do it. They didn't receive, they, they went to the bat three times. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. So if they're the masterminds, if A.J. Hinch, Cora, and Beltran are the masterminds, there you go. That's, that's the preface. Go ahead. Right. And let, let me just say, add to your one comment, some of these guys just didn't feel that it was a, beneficial. Like, it, it just messes with their natural, you know, with their natural feel at the plate. And, and the Rosenthal article specifically said some guys just didn't want to take part in it you know, for those right. reasons. So, uh, and oh, okay. Al- Altuve surprised me because his home and road splits were insane, you know, in favor of his home, uh, you know, hitting for something at home and, and uh, won something on the road. So I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, he wasn't in on it, but uh, I like, I love Altuve. So it's kind of a relief in a way. Yeah. But, I'm relieved. My favorite player is George Springer. And when I saw him doing it, I was pretty crushed. Oh uh, yeah, I, and I was I was shocked that Bregman. I mean, all these guys. I was really shocked. I mean, but like yeah. I said, if if that video is not altered and unedited, they were receiving signals, and they really did do it. And so I'm yeah. like you. Let's let's wait for the punishment. But so we're mostly just talking about. I think me and you both agree that they did it. Yeah, and we that, both kind of agree that it was more than likely the end of 2017, and that's probably about all of it. Yeah, there was something that came out today. I think I saw it on MLB Trade Rumors that the the consensus is that it was for about three months. And I saw a clip of of the Red Sox uh, playing you guys, and Porcello was pitching to Springer, and you can hear the bangs. And and there's graphics that come up as the, the bangs are happening. So, you know, there's – there's no dispute about it. And that was in late June. And I know this because they huh. had, they had the blue numbers on it. I can show it to you, uh, you know, when we get done, but they had, right. they had the blue for the father's day on. So it was the father's day uniforms. And oh, yeah, that's pretty early. Yeah. That's so that's in June. So that's, you know, that would make it about, you know, three and a half months or so. And, and maybe they stopped, you know, and at some point in September, you know, if the division was out of hand or, or maybe they got spooked or something, you know, all we can do is theorize, really. <laughs> but um, yeah. but but anyway, so getting back to the, the punishments, I would definitely suspend A.J. Hinch for, you know, a full season. I would. OK, talk- but but let's say A.J. Hinch was the mastermind. You would just suspend him one year. I would. Yeah. Uh, on my last podcast, I said if he was the mastermind of this, he should be fired. Well, I would assume that would happen anyway, but yeah, but that would that would come after, you know. And um, I mean, if there's some chance that the players did it on their own and he wasn't aware of it, but there's no way they couldn't hear it from the dugout if it was coming from the tunnel. But r- I mean, right? And with the John Boy thing, he he. You know, he took screenshots of of uh, some laptops being down there as well as a TV in the tunnel. So there's no way you could even walk through there without being like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> you know, so, it, yeah, everyone had to be aware of it. Yeah, I mean, there I, I've seen I've seen that, too, where there's the big TV 
And that's the one thing I said about the laptop. He's like, look at that laptop there. And if you look close, it was just a box of baseballs, you know. But they said that TV could have been for the documentary they were making about the World Series. It could have been anything. They said it was where the, the players went and looked at their at-bats afterwards. So, I mean, who knows what that was for? Yeah, true. I mean, he could be true. right. He could be wrong. He doesn't know, and I don't know. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. He's reaching. And that's what upsets me is like, okay, they, they, the Major League knows they did it. They had a team member and three other guys say they did it. Just let the investigation go. I mean, your conspiracy theories can stop already. Like, they're in, being investigated already. So, I, I, like, I, I mean, I think he will. I mean, he should be. He should be fired. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I, I'm kind of hoping, like I said, the same thing for Cora as well. Um, and then, so going forward, I would, I would just ban Lunau, you know, from, from the game for life. And that happened similarly. Well, I shouldn't say similarly, but, uh, Coppola, the old, uh, Braves GM was, was banned for life for manipulating the, um, the, uh, international signing pool money or whatever. And, the, you know, that was pretty egregious and the Braves lost a lot of those prospects and he was banned for life. And the, the difference here is it's not just, it's not just a couple of people failing a steroid test. Like very right. few, very few world series have ever been won because one or two players was taking steroids. This is an organizational scandal, which hasn't happened since the black Sox scandal a hundred years ago when they, when they threw the world series and, took those so you think you think Lunau was in on it I think it, it all happened under his watch and I so just it doesn't matter it would just send a message yeah and there was an article a couple of days ago uh, I think also from Rosenthal he has a copy of an email from like an assistant GM or, or like a vice president of something a higher right. up in the Astros office was was uh, emailing scouts in a group email telling them to try to orchestrate some sort of scheme for the playoffs. So, I mean, if, if it's, if that guy is that high up, I just, yeah. I can't imagine Lunau is, is, is ignorant, you know, as far as what actually went on. I, I think he, he had to know. And I, I think by making a move like that, banning him for life i think that that will put the pressure on a lot of front offices to police right. what's going on and and you know so I, I would take that step now you know we've gotten to two out of the three so far that that i posted and i mean realistically maybe hinch could be suspended you know for for a year but I, I don't know that I'm not saying MLB is going to take these steps. They're, they're just what I would do. Oh no. I, I yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would be, that would be number two. And then number three, which you probably hate more than anything. I probably would take the world series away. I mean, you can't suspend the players. There's talks of that. Like all those guys need to be suspended. You can't realistically do that. No, <laughs> you know, so you can't. And if if they did that, like say all those guys involved, let's just say it was possible, all those guys involved get a thirty or sixty day suspension. That's going to sink you guys's 
World Series hopes for this year. And furthermore, it punishes the fan base, you know, who spend their money to show up at the games and, and all that. So I don't think they can – I don't think it would be right for, for players to be suspended. So I would just – I would just go the opposite direction and just take the World Series away and say, you know, that this is what's going to happen. And you well, know, if you take the World Series away, that punishes the fans as well. A little bit, but in hindsight, like all their future investments in the team aren't hurt. You know, season ticket holders and and whatnot. So you know, well, like me as a fan, this is this is one reason I don't agree with that is because they can say, we stripped you of the World Series title, but it won't feel like it won't feel to me like we weren't the World Series champions. I mean, it won't feel like they took it away from me. I mean, it can be unofficial in the book, but I'll never forget that we won it. Yeah, and that's a, a, a fine way to look at it. You know, you're, you're going to have the memories. The memories are always going to be authentic. You know, yeah, so I mean, somebody can say, well, you're not the real you didn't really win it because y'all cheated. I mean, like, well, we won it. But that's the flip, I mean, that's the flip side, though, is you can be like, yeah, we won the World Series a few years ago. But, you know, it's just you're always going to, you you know, for, for the rest of your life, you're going to be having to justify everything after just simply making that statement. And uh, I mean, <laughs> I feel bad. Like if I was a red, if the Red Sox were were the team that did this, and and, and that was mired in this controversy, I would hate it. <laughs> I, I would I would absolutely hate it. And uh, you know, and I just think it's tainted one way or the other. You know, and and so let me ask you this: Do, sure. do you think Luno should be Luno should be banned because of? The cheating, I mean, like, not, I mean, because of the sign stealing in 2017, or is it in addition to the email? The email was from an assistant of his. And right. what I read is it told them to sit in the stands and try to steal signs from the dugout. They weren't really stealing signs from the catcher, but he was, he was telling them, go out and do what you can and get us an advantage so we can steal. They, they were stealing signs from the dugout. I don't, I don't know what you gained from that. but So someone in the office was telling the and, – and like I said, we don't know. We don't know how much this goes on. It's, but, but what I was saying earlier, the Red Sox got caught using smartwatches and they paid an undisclosed fine. And so the, the punishment that everybody wants for the Astros is so much more. And it's, I guess it's just because they won. But they're talking about, I mean, people are, I mean, you're not the only one. Everybody's talking about strip them of the World Series and then give them a playoff ban for a couple of seasons and i'm like dude this isn't college football they're not gonna ban the astros from the playoffs and again i wouldn't take that step either because it punishes the future you know it punishes the fans more than anything i mean the the world series you know it's like i said it's already a consequence you know it's already Mm -hmm. tainted it's already you can't really brag about it at this point so i mean if they take it, 
you know, they take it and it, you still got the memories and, and whatnot, but you know, that, that's just the way I look at it. The, the best possible scenario here is that you guys win a world series here in the next couple of years and you do it cleanly and, and you guys are going to be highly scrutinized, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going to be watched like a hawk. So should you guys win a championship, there's not going to be any question. You know, you might okay. some, some sour Yankees okay. fans might say something, but oh, okay. So you live in Boston, so you're a are you a Patriots fan? <laughs> Actually, not. No, I, I know where okay, you're going but, with this, but so the, Patri- so the Patriots have a reputation for being cheaters and trying to get edges and filming people and doing all this stuff and it to me it doesn't i mean like it doesn't seem like their fans care at all that any of their championships are tainted but it's like you said maybe it's because they just keep winning them but it doesn't seem like it 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 mars their uh legacy at all i hate the patriots so i mean yeah, and I guess, I mean, Belichick and Brady have been together since 2001, so the longevity just kind of offsets some of it. But they had the Spygate thing, you know, over a decade ago. and that the, inflated, was... the, the underinflated ball. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're always trying to get advantage, and they're known as cheaters. I mean, they're known as cheaters. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everywhere, yeah. everywhere. But it doesn't, like, I don't look at the Patriots and go, oh, they're just a bunch of cheaters. I look at them and I'm like, that is a solid franchise. They have a great franchise, a great coach, and a great quarterback, and that's why they're good. So what I'm saying is, like, there was a year the Spurs won the, uh, I mean, they won four or five of them, but they won the NBA championship, and a lot of other teams were were I think it maybe was a strike year, but they were saying that the Spurs had an asterisk on their championship, and nobody here cared. Nobody here cared at all if people said it was an asterisk. Everybody else can care, and it can make them feel good about it, but the team that has the asterisk on their thing, they don't care. I don't think anybody cares. I mean, and like I try to say to the Yankee fans, like, okay, we cheated – and you could say our championship is tainted, but I don't care. I mean, we won it. I mean, it's just like it's done. It's other teams were cheating, in my opinion, no matter what anyone says. And I mean, we won in a year that everyone was cheating, just like other teams won in a year. Everybody was doing steroids. Yeah. And I mean, that's it's fine to look at it that way. You know, I guess it's just all perspective, really. Mhm. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not a Patriots fan, but if, I don't. I don't. I were, them in the, yeah. If I were a Red Sox fan, I I would be sick. I wouldn't like it. You know. Yeah. I'd just be. I'd just be waiting for the the hammer to drop with the with the right. you know the consequences and just kind of focus on the next few years and just you know trying well, to. I'm not, I'm not saying that it doesn't make me sick to my stomach. I, I watched that video and I was just amazed. Like the first time I saw John Boy's video, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh my God, these guys are doing this. But then I thought, okay, well, this is a guy that uh, edits video and audio for a living. So I'm not really going to believe this. 
And that's why. And then I saw the email about them getting scouts to go get an advantage for them. And that's when I looked on YouTube and I watched the game for myself and I saw it. But I, yeah. you know, I didn't. I wasn't going to believe someone from another team what they were saying. Right. Yeah. I. I mean, I really have no doubt at this point that it, it happened similar to how the reports are, are suggesting it did. Mm-hmm. But but <laughs> it just it really sucks. And I was rooting for the Astros this World Series. You know, I just mm-hmm. I I like all of your players. You don't really have one guy on the team that that is real unlikable. I mean, other than maybe Osuna actually, but but aside from him, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And I was I was. This is the Red Sox fan in me. I, I was thrilled that you guys traded for him uh, in 2018 because we destroyed that guy, you know, when he was with Toronto. So it, right. was, a, it was a questionable move, I felt, because you're probably going to have to deal with the Red Sox at some point. Mm-hmm. And that being said, I, I thought you guys were going to beat us. I, I picked you guys to beat us in six games. And, uh, you know, it just the Red Sox just found a way to – you know, go on that roll there. But, you know, but other than that, getting back to what I was saying, I mean, a lot of your guys are likable. I mean, Jose Altuve is one of my favorite non-Red Sox players. Justin Verlander is my favorite non-Red Sox player. And, you know, I kind of have a soft spot for Grinky because of, you know, what he's gone through in his career. And, you know, apparently he has – some type of anxiety disorder or whatnot. And he pitched a couple of really good games, you know, uh, one game, I think it was what game three against the Astros there and uh, against the, excuse me, the nationals in the world series. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and that Yankee start wasn't pretty, but you know, he kept you guys in it and mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's really all you can ask for in a, in a playoff situation. So Soft spot for him, and uh, you know, I just I, I like Yuli Gurriel as well, and uh, I'm a I'm a big Bregman guy. You know, I I love watching his online, you know, tiffs with Bauer. I'm a Bauer fan too, but I, I just think it's hilarious how those guys go after each other and and whatnot. But but you know, so I was rooting for you guys, you know, pretty pretty hard, and and. You know, I'm still I'm still an Altuve guy. I'm still a Verlander guy, but you know, but it's just it's it's a crappy situation. And and like I said, you know, the best way to the best way to bounce back from it is to win a championship here pretty quick. Okay, so so we both kind of agree on Luno. I think if he knew about it, he shouldn't be involved. A.J. Hinch, if he knew about it, he shouldn't be involved with the team anymore. I don't agree that they should strip the World Series. I don't. You know what? What's hard to believe when you, when you, as a fan is someone like Verlander, who they got that season. I just can't imagine they're like, well, welcome to the team. Well, let me tell you what we're doing here. We're cheating. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and, and it's hard to imagine that he was cool with it. True. And I've thought of exactly that, you know, cause he's been so outspoken about the juice baseballs and whatnot and mm-hmm. isn't afraid to criticize the commissioner. So yeah, he did have a comment though, uh, within the last week or so that he thinks, you know, the, the sport should crack down on, on sign stealing, 
you know, but that, that might be just him as a pitcher, you know, right. more than anything, but, but, um, yeah, but, it just amazes me that this has gotten so big because the, it, it's amazing that they would come up with a scan. I mean, like a uh, system to cheat like this because there's so many people involved. I, I was talking about their security guards in the dugout. There's the trainers. And then when they're banging on the trash cans, the first baseman, the pitcher, the catcher, the two umpires that are close. Like, how come they're not hearing all this? But I, I told someone, like, if I let you hear that, if I let you watch this video that I watched, I honestly believe if you weren't listening for the banging, you wouldn't hear it because you're not li- you're not listening for it. Yeah, and that's true. And the other thing to consider here is maybe we at home are hearing it more because there's simply microphones close enough to the dugout to pick that up. I don't right. know that someone halfway down to the foul pole is, is hearing it as obviously as we are, but I think the hitter definitely is, you know, right. for sure. So we, we can't really know that for sure, you know, until the, you know, until the investigation, unless, unless someone has cell phone video that posts it and then, I guess that might be a better way to uh, to gauge, you know, how loud it really is. All right. One last thing I wanted to go over before I let you go. I think we've been talking quite a while now, so I want to <laughs> let you get on with your day. Um, I saw this video on your page. It was um, Alex Cora talking about Carlos Beltran. Now, I... I did. I saw this before of an Astros player talking about how Alex Cora is with the Yankees. I mean, uh, Beltran is with the Yankees now, and they're getting a lot of help from him. And it was kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. And I, I, I was just taking it that Beltran is a very good uh, hitter. Like, he's a very good teacher. And he can show you the guys are tipping or whatever, you, when, you know. So that's what I took it. But I saw this video on your page that uh, Cora is saying their biggest free agent, this is talking about the Yankees, their biggest free agent acquisition is Carlos Beltran. And then he winks. And then he says, I know how he works. He's helping a lot. So he was on the Astros in 2017. And now he's with the Yankees. And... Well, he's, he's with the Mets now, but he was with the Yankees in uh, 2018, uh, 2019. Right. So last yeah. season he was with the Yankees. Right. And so the Astros players are kind of suggesting, like, hey, we know that he's helping them. And Cora's kind of saying the same thing. So what these all kind of lead me to believe is that Carlos Beltran is probably the guy that came up with all this stuff. I think he's probably the ringleader. Well, him, him and Cora were listed as the, the, the players that got the process rolling. I'm on my phone right now, so I can't look up the exact quote, but, but yeah, he, him and Cora are the central figures. I think that was the exact terminology that uh, Rosenthal used. And, so I don't – it's tough to say, you know, what 
he might have done with the Yankees for a year. And it's interesting that Alex Cora was comfortable enough to make a comment like that. And interestingly, I didn't play the whole video on there, but Alex Cora, like 60 seconds after that clip ends, he even mentions, he goes, yeah, but I don't think they're using, you know, recording devices or that stuff. And I'm like, well, why would he even mention that? (laughs) Like, you know, why would, because I, I hadn't really, I guess there were reports of, or rumors or whatnot of the Astros possibly using recording devices. I hadn't heard of it myself until just a couple of weeks ago, but apparently there might've been something out there. I actually, I think Jeff Passan might've said that he wrote about it and it just didn't gain any steam uh, last year. But, but why would Cora even mention that, you know, concept, you know, at a press conference that was during the London series last July when, you know, there was so much international interest and right. so much international press there. You know, I just thought it was a dumb comment to make. Right. But, you know, from so, his, huh? I was just going to say from his own, you know, standpoint, from his own position as a manager. But yeah, okay, go so, ahead. So final thing. Um, I think you've already answered this, but you've got Beltron going to the Mets. And what I've read is that he was a player at the time, so they're not going to do anything to him. And I disagree with that. And so you already said Hinch. We already, well, you said one year, I think he should be fired. But if these three guys were all the ringleaders of this, I don't think any of them. And it's not fair to the Mets, and it's not fair to the Red Sox because they weren't they were a member of another team, so it's not really fair, but it's fair, I guess in a certain way which they they're all guilty, so they you know I know it affects other teams that have nothing to do with it but what what is your point of view on that? Should all three of these guys get in trouble no matter how it affects other teams that had nothing to do with it? I would. I absolutely. I think Cora as a coach is subject to it. You know, Beltran, you know, was a player at the time. So maybe, maybe politically it's harder to, for them to suddenly lump him into the non-player category. But I just, you know, I think they should, all three of them should be suspended for a year at a minimum. And one way they could get Beltran is if he's not, if he's dishonest in the investigation, they could probably, they would probably have the grounds to suspend him, you know, in that regard. So, and he did categorically deny everything. And he's the only person who has done that. Everybody else has given the standard, no comment. You know, yeah, I so, think that was like the next day, right? Right. Fires came out. Yeah, and I don't I I think nobody had gotten to him yet to try to protect him and say, "Listen, you know, you don't want to talk about this." So I think he he just kind of ran with it, you know. It's I think it's instinctive for him to try to protect his friends and himself. So I think that's why those comments, you know, came out, but uh he hasn't said anything since that I'm aware of, but 
But nonetheless, I, I would suspend them all. I, if I'm the Red Sox, I fire Cora to just remove any doubt in the future. And, right. and we just hired a new, you know, top executive, a chief baseball officer, I guess is the title they went with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would have a chance to, you know, bring his guy in at that point. But um, I, I would absolutely, you know, and I think Astros fans, you know, should want, you know, should want Hinch to be fired. You know, why, why have, why have future scrutiny, you know, right. if you can avoid it. And it's unfortunate because I, I was a big Hinch guy myself, you know, and watching his locker room speeches right before the celebrations, I, I just think he connects so so well with everyone you know that's why it's it's just profoundly disappointing you know to me as you know because i've rooted for your team you know every year you know you guys didn't face us and i i rooted for you guys after you beat us actually you know right. against the yankees of course in 17 and uh, against the dodgers as well so um you know it's just like i said it just it sucks and uh, but I, I think I think every team, you know, that has staff that that was on the Astros in, in 2017 need to, you know, do the right thing and 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 remove those guys. Well, all right. I think we agree that they all three need to be removed if they are, in fact, guilty. And uh, I just I'm like you. I'm I'm ready to see what happens. I don't know how long, but it's it's got to happen soon. It should happen before spring training starts. So I just look forward to seeing what happens. As an Astros fan, I just want to get this behind me, and I don't want to hear about it anymore. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, I appreciate it. I appreciate you joining the show, and uh, hope to have you back someday, maybe next year when they play the Red Sox, or maybe before the season starts again. We'll see. Yeah, anytime. I'm I'm always up for talking baseball. All right. Well, thanks a lot for listening, folks, and we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.